0: Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Here's your host, Alex Garrett. Ladies and gentlemen, you could have been anywhere in the world tonight, but you're here with us in New York City. Are you ready? I know I am. Hey, I'm Alex Garrett, your host for this episode and everything Alex Garrett podcasting. And this podcast specifically focuses on topics that should be trending. And, well... You know what they say, right? Oh, if the shoe fits, wear it. Well, that line means so much to me. Find out why next on Alaska Podcasting, where we wear that shoe proudly. Good evening, everybody. Uh, I hope you're doing okay. Uh, I am Alex Garrett, and uh, first of all, first of all, off the bat, happy birthday, Queens College. Um, you are 83 today, uh, but the impact you have had over the last 11 years is everlasting. And um, very, very blessed to have gone to Queens College, to have made friends and connections, and. To do radio, yeah, at WQMC Radio. So very blessed to do that. Uh, But tonight I have a challenge. If anybody who happens to be subscribing um, to this tonight, uh, please go ahead and maybe make a donation. You know, Queens College uh, did donate a lot of PPE to different hospitals in Queens, And I haven't really unveiled this yet because I I always feel weird asking for money. That's just me. But it's not me. I'm asking on behalf of Queens College. They do need your help. You know, this pandemic has ripped through many things. And uh, I, I think the funding for Queens is one of them. So tonight, I humbly ask you if I do put up this fundraising page That you maybe, maybe, maybe just want to help us out here uh, as alumnus support Queens College. We really, our goal is actually $250 and um, would love to maybe reach that and more. So there's there's a little funding idea and I I thought what a great time to do it. It's the 83rd birthday, they're in school, albeit virtual, and um, it doesn't hurt to help the school that has helped many of my friends and colleagues along the way. So there's that little bit of information. Uh, so much to say about it. So much to say about WQMC Radio. So much to say about Queens College Athletics. Rob Twyble is the athletic director there. He, of course, 10 years ago, took me under his wing and said, we're going to help you in this career uh, as a public address announcer, and here we are. So thank you, Rob, and kudos on becoming... The, um, the AD that you are, and I'm sure they need a lot of help as well as their programs are not playing at all this fall due due to COVID-19. Now that I got that out of the way, I've got so much on my brain. I just want to talk. Um, Neanderthals, have you been asked, uh, during this whole thing, you know, when you go against the grain on a lot of things, you say, what are you a Neanderthal? Well, have you been asked for not wearing the mask if you are a Neanderthal? If you have, I have a perfect comeback for you. Saying to them, actually, (laughs) yes I am. Because apparently, 60,000 year gap between us and the Neanderthals and that means, believe it or not, that that gap Could lead to severe coronavirus. I kid you not. Science Alert has told us. As of last week. That Neanderthals. Could be responsible. For severe. COVID-19. Complications. I'm going to post that link up right now too. On the chat. But can you imagine. 60,000 year difference. And. COVID-19 could be linked, and is linked, to Neanderthals from from that era. So, you know, when they say in the Geico commercial, I don't really want to play because they am not advertising, but, you know, they always have that caveman, if a caveman can do it. Well, I guess if a caveman can get sick, so can we, and he won't be able to save 15% on car insurance, but he sure as heck, if you have the right genes, could give you a lot of trouble if you happen to catch... SARS-CoV-2. Okay, so let me break this down for you. There's new research out by the Max Planck Institute for Evolutionary Anthropology in Germany and Hugo Zeberg. These scientists are trying to figure out what makes people more vulnerable to SARS-CoV-2, coronavirus. As, as time goes on. These scientists. After. Capturing genetic data. From 3199. Basically 3200. Hospitalized COVID patients. Saw a certain gene variant. On what they call chromosome 3. Which spans six genes. forty nine. bases, uh, 1,000 bases of, of the gene, I guess, suggests this variation was introduced to the human genome together, meaning it was inherited. And so we take that a step further. What does that mean? It basically means this kind of gene where they had this 49.2 thousand base, uh, the six genes, these different variations, two Neanderthals from Siberia and a Neanderthal from Croatia. I mean, you can't get the, these researchers... Cannot be digging any further than they are to find out that Neanderthals are linked to severe reactions to coronavirus. I don't know if you want to call it too much time on your hands. I don't know if you want to call it entertainment because it is kind of fascinating that Neanderthals are linked to this. But it is a perfect comeback if someone says, you know, you're not wearing a mask. What are you, a Neanderthal? Well, actually, judging by the studies of Zemberg and Pabo and the Planck Institute, we kind of are. And this chromosome 3, they're still trying to figure out why this increases the risk of severe illness. Now, I don't know if that means you have to figure out If you have chromosome 3, I don't know how one figures that out. Seems deeper than a swab up the nose that just tells you yes or no. But they're saying that the Bangladeshi descent in the UK are twice as likely to die from COVID-19 compared to the rest of the population. Simply because of a gene, chromosome 3, Found in Neanderthals 60,000 years ago. The funny thing is... The funny thing is... The Neanderthals did so much for mankind. They created the fire. They also create the wheel. And we're seeing that exact manpower today. Believe it or not. How are we seeing that exact manpower today? Simple. Outdoor diners are able to do that because the people at the restaurants are using their hands, their blood, sweat, and tears to kick that all back up and running the last few months. And these leaders think that by telling us not to do anything like Cuomo and de Blasio, they're reinventing the wheel. No, the wheel, to me, is the hardworking New Yorker right now working to make it paycheck to paycheck, working to get through this COVID crisis and survive it so that once we get through the second wave, they can reopen again. That is the wheel driving the city. It's not Cuomo and de Blasio. So I would say they are not Neanderthalic. In the way of. Boy they're really original. They're really doing something amazing. Not all the time. Not all the time. And so in a way we're seeing the Neanderthalic ways. Be shown. Not through the linkage. Of COVID-19. But we're also seeing it. Through. The. And Danny voice. Hey man. I hope you're well. We're also seeing it. Through the. The idea that these people. With their bare hands. Reopening. Those who do have the key to the city back. Now we're getting our keys taken away again. A second time. Which I had feared would happen. Is it the right move? I don't know. Is locking down after certain spikes. Every time going to be the answer from now on? I hope not. I really hope not. But there are several zip codes. In which this will be happening. And they think. They are making fire and doing good things by locking out hardworking people. Which which boggles my mind. So there's that. And then there's this other story. So so yeah, the Neanderthal's incredible connections in many ways that the wheel to me is a hard worker that are just trying to keep their business open, go day to day, month by month, week by week, even the boathouse in Central Park had to lay off staff, and they won't be open until the spring now, sadly, because of the indoor dining ban, which is just going to kill so much. and And then the scientific Neanderthal example. I'm going to do more research. I'm kind of curious how you find out if you have chromosome 3 or not. There's got to be a way to detect it, right? We're talking about all the time, science this, science that. It's the science. The mask is science. Well, if the mask is science, and if the idea that particles can give you COVID, then why wasn't Biden affected on Tuesday night if Trump maybe had it there at the debate stage? And they were... Six I thought this thing would spread like in the middle of the air, yet COVID negative has been, which, which may mean that really if you touch someone and you have it and you touch them just because you don't think you have it, then that's the answer of how it spreads. It may not be, so to speak, voice to voice or mouth to mouth. It might be much more um, than that. And then there's this other component of COVID-19 this weekend that hit me like a ton of bricks. Um, The President of the United States, if you hadn't known by now, has had COVID. I would think it may be more than just Friday that they, Friday morning that they diagnosed it. I think it might have been more. Um, But... He has COVID-19. I don't think he's out of the woods yet, as his doctors say. But the fact that he has COVID means that our president of the United States was under attack. He got sick. That's an attack. And for China to conceal everything from this, from the very moments onward, you could fault Trump for not testing earlier and doing some other things, although he did give us resources here in New York, so to say he completely downplayed it is also not true. To laugh at this is not right either because I think we have to realize this is an attack on us if our president is sick from it. Two and two together there, I would say. But I haven't heard an apology at all From China about this. Why? If they were so sorry it got out in the first place, why aren't they sorry now the president got it? I I think it's time to say that this whole country was attacked by chemical war bio war chemical warfare. We have to be bold enough to say that this isn't just a sickness, it was an attack on our country, on our well being, on our foundations. The minute we can use such a strong word as "attacked," is the minute we can get over this. If we just say, oh, it's sickness, it's a virus, it's that. We're sort of sugarcoating the actual meaning behind all this. They, if they wanted to get to Trump, for, ladies and gentlemen, they succeeded. They succeeded very well, sadly. And we are, as a country, laughing at their success and saying, what a joke, look, he had it coming. It's not funny. And you know Danny, Voice, and I, we talked about humor the other day. But this is not funny. When you realize our president got sick from this virus. That's not funny. It should be a wake-up call that A, everybody's vulnerable. B, the spread is real. And C, our enemies are really licking their chops at this. We've already seen Russian warships try and get ahead of us, and we had to track them down. See, I think when we closed down the country, really the enemies thought that was open season to do whatever they want. Luckily, our military has been vigilant enough to not let that happen all the way. But again, our presence down, out for the count for a bit. Should wake people up. That this is, wow. The Yanks and Rays, by the way, are are dueling it out. Home run after homer. Kyle Gashioka just tied it up in the top of the fifth. Random note there, but there you go. Um, But this is an attack. And I posted about it on Medium, on WordPress.com. Let me post that article right now, as a matter of fact. So if you see me on the live, let me just post this right now from my WordPress. Sorry if on the live stream you get to see my fingers. <laughs> but um, no, this is this is serious. And of course China concealing the numbers because they didn't want us to know. They downplayed it. And no one cares. They were the first downplayers of this. Yes, Trump downplaying it isn't good either. To say, don't be afraid of the virus. Well, I would still be afraid to catch it. And I'd still be mindful. But we cannot say only one thing. And then somehow give China a pass. And not only give them a pass. Now start saying it was Europe's fault. Yes, Because Europeans really had an in for Americans, right? Because we really are under the skin for the NATO stuff, right? No. No. China, if they knew this was going on and they didn't tell the world, that is deliberate misleading. And Trump was right, the United Nations, even though he was doing it via virtual, he was right to call them out on this. And he wants the world to call them out. And now we should be calling them out. And Judge just hit a solo shot. Yanks are up 4-3. to three. This is fun to watch. I don't know if it's a San Diego Air, but the Yanks are just uh, home run central right now here in uh, Game 1 of the ALDS. That's actually why I got my Yankee hat on. Oh, no, sorry, Queens College hat on. Queens College hat because obviously it's their 83rd birthday. I had the Yankee hat on. I'm going to put it back on. But for this one I felt how um, appropriate. 83rd birthday, let's wear Queens College. But here's the recent article I wrote and the idea of laughing and not confronting the enemy really is not good. It scares me. That we're going to let China off the hook when we shouldn't. We just... We shouldn't. Because if we do... And just pour it all on Trump... Then we just say... The enemy is not important to hold accountable. And of course we're seeing that a lot, right? We're seeing the same day delivery of... Violent... writers Who... Go to the police station. Desk ticket. Out the next minute. I'm not exaggerating. That actually has been happening. Around the country. But here was where. The amazing thing about. The laughing. And the not taking it serious gets to me. Tevi Troy and Sarah Fling. Have talked about. A new book about shall we called shall we wake the president? Two centuries of disaster management in the Oval Office. You know when Woodrow Wilson, President Wilson, got sick from the nineteen eighteen pandemic, getting sick in nineteen nineteen. The Washington Post they found in research said the country will be anxious. Unfortunately, I feel like half the country's just chill with the fact that the president is sick, and ill. And not fully out of the woods yet. We shouldn't be complacent about this. We must be vigilant and not let the enemy win us over. Not let the enemy take our president down. I personally, I think he's left the hospital too soon, Walter Reed. But you know what? I, I mean it. I really do think it was too early. But all I'm seeing are, are, are people on Facebook now saying, I don't care anymore. If he dies, he dies. No, that's not the answer. Because if you if he goes, and people are really complacent and maybe even I hate to say celebrating it, then we'll say the enemy is better than America. And I will not let myself wake up in a country where we say the enemy is better than us. Too nationalistic for you? Deal with it. Grow up. You're in America. We must be proud of our country no matter its shortcomings. And maybe some are, maybe some aren't. Maybe some have gradually, as they get quote-unquote woke, start feeling like even the American flag is racist. When does it end? When does it end? Oh, it ends when we really do say the enemy can come over and take us over. And then our rights will be truly Violated and truly be wiped out. Do we want that? We can podcast in America without worrying that someone's out the door knocking. We can not worry about that because it's a free country right now. And I say right now because if things go a certain direction. And we allow the enemy to be okay here to reside here. And this feels deeper than the election stuff. You know, I I know people say, well, I don't want the enemy to, you know, mix up with the election. But then you also don't mind that 80% of the BLM movement is tied to the rioting? What? You have to be wary of both. So you lose me when you start saying, well, we don't want this kind of infringement on America, but the 80%, we can't focus on that. We can have focus on 95% peaceful. Why? Why is it like this? And I think the gap, and yeah, as Christian Miller would say, Uh, from Wake Forest, the character gap has shown itself more so this weekend than I've seen before. And what do I mean? The character of some of this country is saying, yeah, I, I laughed that the president got this. But how dare you make fun of Biden stuttering in one moment to the next? How dare you make fun of them for saying Antifa is not an idea, idea, not an organization. How dare you say anything about that? But I'm going to laugh my, you know what off, that Trump got COVID. That's a shame. And it's even more a shame that they would rather talk about this American president, which is rightfully true. You can talk about that downplaying. But then let's also say China downplayed this to the point where our president is sick. There's two sides to the story. What happened to getting all sides of the story? I saw a video, and I think I shared it with a couple friends, of Trump walking over to a puddle and looking down at it. But the extended clip shows him waiting for Melania. So if anybody posting that clip and saying, oh look, he's looking at a puddle and looks lost. Well, no. Play the end of the clip. And that's been the storyline of the whole presidency. Play the end of the clip. For anything Trump has said. Has he said stupid, dumb, hurtful things? Sure. But sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he actually says the right thing, and, and the clip doesn't show you that. But it needs to. And if you can't even acknowledge that resources came in. To New York City. It almost feels like people had forgotten. That the ship USNS Hope was in our bay. And it's almost forgotten how excited people were. How hopeful people were. They were cheering that ship Coming into Manhattan, almost like they forgot about it. Didn't matter anymore. Didn't, didn't, we had to forget about it. This weekend alone, we seem to forget about it. Because you see, when the USA Today says, you know, Woodrow Wilson also downplayed this pandemic and got violently sick. I had to not bite my tongue. I had to say, well, why are we saying also? When you say completely downplay, that is not true when it comes to President Trump. From April on, he could have been a lot tougher on this. From January on, he could have been tougher. But he did not not send resources. And to that point, Cuomo didn't really even use the resources, did he? He didn't say, okay, let's put these people on the ship. He said, no, let's send them back to the nursing home, COVID positive. And that is fact. And that fact should not be lost on anybody. But it is. Because it's easier to laugh than confront the actual realities of the time. Confirm the reality that we are under attack. It's easier to laugh about it than actually deal with it. Because if we deal with it. We would see who actually. Fully. Truly. Completely. Downplayed it to take advantage of us. And I know maybe it's not. Cool, represent Queens College, and talk about pro-Trump stuff. But I, I'm gonna be me, and and I still love my college. And I will always love my college. Even if maybe some don't agree with my political views. I will still always love my college. And that's why I say happy birthday, Queens. Again, my uh, link here. Maybe I'll post it in my live stream on YouTube. Uh, very easy to do. Uh, actually, first, here's that link to the uh, Neanderthal story, which is interesting. There's that. And then let me put you to the other one. There we go. The fundraiser, which you can support right now for Queens College. It's very cool, these live chats. You can literally just put in what you need to. On these different apps, and it'll stay there for eternity, which is great. I think so, anyway. Anyhow, thanks for listening tonight. Thanks for joining. If you did, if you did go to Queens College and want to donate, go ahead. And if you are asked, why in the end, are you a Neanderthal for not social distancing or not wearing a mask? You know, just being old school say, what, 60,000 year gap? doesn't feel so far away when you know chromosome 3 links us to those Neanderthals. And I think if there's a way to be more knowledgeable, if you have it or not, I think that would inspire people to be more careful. And less caveman, if you will, about all this. I'm Alex Garrett. Have a great night. Alex.Garrett21 at Yahoo.com is my email. Alex.Garrett21 21 at yahoo.com is my email. Alex G in NYC is my Twitter, Instagram, and dare I say it, TikTok. I'm Alex Garrett. Have a great night.